Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Putting Everything on the Line by Deirdre Gar Johns The letter arrived by certified mail, its delivery assured and unquestionable. And even though I had waited many months for this letter, I was reluctant to open it. I was not ready to decide. I hoped for a no. It would be simpler, nothing to choose. It was a yes, I feared. Opening the letter, I learned I was indeed accepted into pharmacy school. All I needed to do was sign and return, but I hesitated. Recent experiences in two courses created a conflict I was not expecting. I was out of my element with no labs, no goggles, no chemicals. This room had no windows and the carpet was dirty, dark green. I felt uncomfortable. Dr. Sorrenton entered the classroom, leaned against a desk, and stared at us. She gave her speech, a memorized one perfected over many semesters. I know about the posters plastered throughout the dorms, she said. They advise you not to take my writing class. There will be daily assignments that require reading and writing and time. If you aren't going to do the work, leave now. She waved her arm toward the door. I admired her demanding confidence, her commanding presence, but I was hoping for an easy class, one that would complete my application to pharmacy school. Leaving was not an option with just two semesters left. Later that morning, my organic chemistry professor, Dr. Roberts, also began class with a speech. Look to your left, look to your right. By the end, only one of you will remain. The closer you sit to the genius, a.k.a. me, the better you will perform. His analysis for our success was bleak but the next class meeting demonstrated our assessment of his hypothesis. The first few rows of the auditorium were full. We were pulled front and center as if our lives depended on it. As I held the acceptance letter, I should have felt joy. Everything I planned for my future was mine if I signed. That blank signature line represented everything, an end and a beginning. Putting my name on it would start a new life, but I was already experiencing a new beginning. Something else, something unexpected, had taken me over when I found myself a student in Dr. Sorrenton's writing class. Without my signature, I had two possible futures. Signing meant I was committing to one. How could I determine such a thing at twenty years of age? I set the letter aside and understood joy and heartache beating together 
as one. Letting go of a long-held dream is not easy, but I was no longer convinced that my place in this world was in the lab, and I was too afraid to acknowledge the possibility of an alternative, which nagged at me each time I walked into Dr. Sorrenton's class. Despite her harsh initial approach, she had begun to mentor me and to nurture my writing in just a few short weeks. Even after many months in the science building, I could not say I had found the same there. This nagging, the possibility of becoming an English major, was not practical. It created an uncertain future. What would I do with an English degree? Surely not be a teacher. After all, my high school guidance counselor told me with certainty that English majors become teachers. Perhaps I thought it would be too limiting. So I closed that door and set my sights on a field that would eliminate the possibility. But I could not ignore the fact that Dr. Sorrenton saw something in me, in my writing, that was worth noting. Her response to my writing was a catalyst, something I learned about in science. I realized that while I was good at writing lab reports, science and I did not have much chemistry. We didn't bubble, change color, or explode when we mixed. Maybe I just needed a clearer vision and the confidence to walk through another door that was opening to me. It was no coincidence that both my writing and organic chemistry classes occurred in the same semester. This was exactly what I needed to see, what was really on the line, my happiness. And while I was unsure about what I would do with an English degree, for the first time I was excited to choose my classes. I did not see them as boxes to check off like I did when scheduling classes for pharmacy school. Taking the uncertain path led me with confidence to where I belong, in the classroom. Each year I rejoice in greeting my students as they walk through my door. I want to see something in them, just as Dr. Sorrenton saw in me. And I hope to inspire them to keep all doors open and to be willing to put everything on the line for the sake of their happiness. Copyright 2022, Deirdre Gar Johns. Deirdre Gar Johns resides in Hilton Head, South Carolina with her husband and son. She is a teacher by trade and she began writing more seriously in recent years. Nature is a source of inspiration, and her work often includes memories of people and places. Her poetry and nonfiction have appeared in several magazines and anthologies, and she is currently working on her first poetry collection. Her website is amuseofonesown.com, which includes published works and personal reflections, including the six-word story, Trial and Error, a playful story about names.
Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.